0: Welcome everyone to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris, and we are broadcasting from makeshift studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia. I tell you, that sounds so different than when I started back in January of 2020. The world has changed so much since then, but we've reached the dog days of summer, folks, and I am just slammed at work in my personal life. So what I thought I would do here this week is take you back and talk about the beginnings of the show I've always been interested since I was 13 so we're talking 32 years now in wrestling since I became a fan and I also was interested if you've ever seen like those late night horror movies with the have the host the horror host and I saw the documentary American Scary oh, prob- probably for the first time over about 10 years ago now And I just love the concept. I'm not much on scary movies, but I love the concept of that. And I said, how can I do that? I take something that I'm interested in. I'm like, Oh, I'm interested in wrestling, but I can't really host a show because I don't own the footage. And I try not to use a lot of clips. I use some clips for, uh, as they say on the stick to wrestling podcast for educational purposes only. But I thought, it's the perfect podcast. And my wife had bought me a mic and some headphones and and some other recording gear. And I said, I've, I finally I've got to go all the way and do a proper podcast. And in twenty nineteen, I said, I'm going to do it. Set a goal for myself right at my around my birthday of twenty twenty. And then one day I'm headed When we lived in Maine, I was headed to breakfast and I walk into the dining hall and it just hit me. I love coffee and I wanted something. And as the opening says, this is the podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So I took that a podcast for your commute for the wrestling fan and you drink coffee. Cup of Joe wrestling show. And it just came to me. Boom. Like that same day, I think I made the Twitter account. January I just started and you listened to and the show and it was a work in progress but I've come so far but I'm so proud of that first show and the shows that followed. Keep doing it until you do it better and then you do it better and keep getting better and better And now a hundred closing in on almost 200 shows later, I'm so proud of where I've come. And just think about how much the world has changed since that first show. So, what I'm going to do here is we're doing a throwback. Throwback Thursday, January 2020. This is the first episode of the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Talking about the Saturday night's main event from January 1988. 35 years ago. And folks, thank you for those been with me since the beginning. Thanks for those who have come along the way. My heart is always with you, and we'll catch you next week. Enjoy this look back at the first episode. Of the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joy Harris. This, this is the podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. There are a lot of great podcasts out there, but you may not have six hours to listen to one. So take your favorite beverage of choice as we look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE network. Today we look at the first Saturday Night's main event of 1988. Saturday Night's Main Event 14 was a broadcast on NBC on January the 2nd, 1988. It was taped December the 7th, 1987 from the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. I was nine and two weeks away from turning 10 when this aired. As I record this, I just had my birthday this past week. It was birthdays and business as usual at my job. This is the third busiest time of the year for my job. And due to some personnel decisions, I have been doing more than usual, which is very tiresome. Birthdays are really big in my family. My parents have three children. Our birthdays are the 16th 18th and 20th of January we discovered several years ago if you count backwards nine months from January you get April which is my mom's birthday and now you know what my dad gets my mom for her birthday it's pretty simple my dad hates to shop and he knows what my mom likes he doesn't even have to wrap it or maybe it does, I don't know I don't like to think about my parents' sex life And what little spare time I have I'm also a stand-up comedian And I told that joke one night And some woman thought that, my, that we were triplets And my mother was in labor for a week But anyway, so I was 9 going on 10 In January of 1988 And as we start out, Jake Roberts says 1988 is a new year for him and for Damien He invites Sika and Mr. Fuji to a New Year's party Where he's going to change their future Rack Valentine and new slash old manager Jimmy Hart say when you combine Coco Beware and Frankie, you get one bird and one bird brain. Strike force says Bolsheviks beware. Slick and the Bolsheviks say there's going to be a new Russian revolution. King Kong Bundy, Bobby Heenan, and Andre the Giant say that Andre will officially be in the corner of King Kong Bundy. Hulkamania is over and Bundamania lives hulk hogan says Bundymania makes him sick hulkamania lives forever we then go to our opening credits vince mcmahon and jesse the body ventura welcome us and jesse has to say his own happy new year greeting they then run down the card for the night mean gene oakland interviews hulk hogan who's getting ready hogan says the only way his new year gets any better is if he could get his hands on the big stinky giant Ming Jin then interviews the Bolsheviks and Slick. Slick says when he and the Bolsheviks had a meeting with Gorbachev, they have a game plan. He says the Bolsheviks are peaceful and not capitalistic. Slick also says Gordy and not Gorby. And Vince McMahon totally calls him out on it. WWF Tag Team Championship match. Two out of three falls. Strike Force, Tito Santana, and Rick Martel versus The Bolsheviks. Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zhukov with Slick. Nikolai does the Russian National Anthem gimmick. They flash back to how Strike Force won the titles from the Hart Foundation. Mean Gene interviews Strike Force. They say that this is the year of Strike Force. We go to our first fall. Quick tags by Strike Force. The Bolsheviks slow it down and hit some power moves. Rick Martel makes Boris Zukov submit to the Boston Crab. We go to commercial comeback. Our second fall, Volkov and Zukov hit power moves again, goes back and forth. Slick then throws his cane to Volkov to hit Santana, but he ducks and Zukov gets hit instead, and the Santana pins him. Ming Jin then interviews Mr. Fuji and Sika. They have a long bread roll and a jar of mustard. They say Damien is dinner. Ming Jin then interviews Jake Roberts. He says he's not worried because you have to respect Damien and the DDT. Sika with Mr. Fuji versus Jake Roberts with Damien. Roberts is quick here, but Sika is too powerful to be moved. Fuji attacks Roberts with the cane. Sika gets Roberts in the corner and charges, but Jake moves and then rolls Sika up for the pin. Jake then DDT's Mr. Fuji and puts Damien on him. Mean Gene interviews Bobby Heenan, King Kong Bundy, and Andre the Giant. Heenan says, per doctor's orders, he can't be at ringside, but Andre will be at ringside. Bundy mania lives. They flash back to the last Saturday night's main event and the Bobby Heenan-Hulk Hogan confrontation and attack. Mean Gene then interviews Hulk Hogan. He says lightning struck once in 1987 when King Kong Bundy won, but he says Ronald Reagan is a Hulkamaniac, so he will win. I don't think that's how that works, but whatever a lot of political talk here since we are so close to washington dc we go to our wwf heavyweight championship match hulk hogan versus king kong bundy with andre the giant in his corner. Hogan comes out hot. They go back and forth. Bundy takes control. He subtly cheats. Hogan slams him, but he gets hurt. Hogan then does his hulk up. Bundy charges. The ref gets in the way accidentally and gets knocked out. Bundy gets knocked outside. Other refs come down and check on the fallen ref. He gets taken away as the match continues. Hogan gets knocked outside of the ring. He does get back in as Bundy takes over again. He hits two avalanches. Hogan kicks out. He hulks up. Hits the leg drop and pins Bundy. Andre comes in and Hogan taunts him. Andre backs down. Hogan must pose. If you listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, there was always a spot in the show where Hogan has to pose per Vince McMahon's order. Andre comes back in and headbutts and chokes out Hogan. The British Bulldogs come out to help and get manhandled then andre goes back to hogan more wrestlers come out and they struggle to get him off hacksaw jim duggan hits andre with the two by four and that does it it gets andre off but look at the if you look at the show if you look at that two by four it hits and breaks apart and one piece goes flying out into the audience that could have been a really dangerous spot right there someone could have seriously gotten hurt doesn't look like they've They did, though, and they go on with the show. Jesse interviews Jimmy Hart and Greg Valentine. Valentine is happy being back with Jimmy Hart. So They do acknowledge that he was his manager before Valentine had gone with Lush and Shajani V, along with Brutus Beefcake to form the Dream Team, and then with Dino Bravo to form the new Dream Team. Mean Gene interviews Coco Beware and Frankie Coco says Valentine and Hart are featherweights Coco Beware with Frankie versus Greg Valentine with Jimmy Hart Valentine attacks early Coco tries to fight back Brutus Beefcake comes down to ringside Referee Joey Morello tells him that he has to leave Greg Valentine dominates again, back and forth Valentine gets the figure 4 on Coco and Coco submits Beefcake comes back down and chases Valentine to the back Beefcake then comes back and cuts some of Jimmy Hart's hair. They replay the Andre attack on Hulk Hogan. Mean Gene interviews Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant. Andre says he enjoyed himself. Heenan says Andre's going to choke the belt away. He then says he is close to clinching a deal for Andre. Mean Gene is then back talking to Jesse Ventura who loved the attack on Hogan. They say Hogan has a damaged windpipe. They have to work in Crush Larynx because Vince apparently loves the word Crush Larynx. Vince Jesse and Mean Gene then close out the show. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at CupofJoeWrestlingShow Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at The Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. Please leave a rating for us, And it helps people find the show. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.